Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is April 26th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. You know, I uh, I recently reached the pinnacle of my podcasting career this morning. Um, Very been, recent. Been a, uh, you know, I I didn't never expected to be able to be invited on a uh, on an Illinois sports podcast and able to expound. On on golf, basketball, and football, truly, truly an honor, and uh, can't you know was just was just fun. Something that I uh, I pay attention to on uh, on a uh, kind of a sidebar scale, getting to talk in, in detail about the Illinois hoops and basketball program was was just quite enjoyable. Nice change of pace, and and somewhere I never thought golf podcasting would take me. What was it enjoyable? What was enjoyable about it? I don't know. I you. What are you I, talking about the the draft pick they got coming up on Thursday? What's the guy's name? Witherspoon. He's good. What's enjoyable about Illinois sports right now? I'm not. I'm not saying there shouldn't be anything, but what what was enjoyable about it? It just was nice. I've got. I got some takes about Illinois sports. I got to let them okay. go. You know. Oh, all right. Got I to just got some to, proprietary takes. That got to what's talk the with, podcast? Got Let's to talk with Robert Robert uh, Rosenthal at at uh, IllinoisBoard.com. Oh. Oh, all right. And okay. uh, he, uh, or com, and he, uh, he, he's a shotgun start listener. Oh, of course. That's great. So, good. Thanks for having him on, Robert. <laughs> um, that's good. That's good. Maybe I'll make it Most- to the BC. I, I, you know, I've, 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 I've carved out a niche in the BC basketball Twitter, which is kind of vehemently active. I don't know if it's large in scale, but they are large in, in voice. And volume, so but maybe one day I'll get on a podcast like that. I feel like a you know someday. But, I feel like you need a resurrection. I I couldn't imagine what I've BC kind of been BC podcasters everybody. are even talking about yeah. these days. <laughs> Zay Flowers. Um, Who's anyways? It, Zay Flowers. Who's that? He's like the top wide receiver in the and not top in but, the portal. Yeah, he's a first round pick. Yeah, no, in the draft. Oh. In the draft, yeah, sad though, sad fall from grace. Sports program. Um, can we do NBA maybe five seconds? Yeah, I would like to say just an observation. I love Coach Darvin Ham's commitment to keeping his hands in his pockets, front pockets. He's got those five pocket, you know, pants. Golf, many that are in vogue in golf in the last ten years, not in vogue, but come in. Darvin Ham just. Hands in his pockets, like he's just hanging out at a at the party at a bar, and just just checking out the vibe. I love his commitment. You know, LeBron's writhing on the floor. He just walks out with his hands in his pockets, never fold, never flinches. I love his commitment to just kind of looking very casual with his hands in his pockets. That's my NBA observation. Did, did you watch the Heat game last night? Uh, I was in and out. I wouldn't say watch is too strong a word for it, but yes, I, I saw a lot of the fourth quarter. I watched most of the fourth quarter. Obviously, I you know 
I was a season ticket holder when the Bulls had Jimmy Butler um, and kind of saw his like rise to very, very good NBA player. And, yeah, sure. you know, it, I think it, he ironically like had like the, the first moment where you're like, oh, this guy could be something special was against the Heat and LeBron. He had an incredible performance. I think it was in his second year. Uh, Might have been a playoff game. I'm not I can't remember. Maybe just a regular season game. But um, but, it, you know, it that that game was unbelievable. He was so yeah, good. I saw that part. The end of it was fabulous. Somebody asked me. I tweeted something like Jimmy's just unreal. You're like it's so sad as a Bulls fan. Like we had we had Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler on the same team, and obviously D Rose's injury kind of derailed his team, derailed his career. But you just like watch last night and think like, oh, what what could have been, you know? Um, yeah. And losing Jimmy Butler, I mean, Sixers fans, I think are saying similar what could have been type things this morning too. Well, he picked Tobias, Tobias Harris. Harris over right. Jimmy. That's, that's right. <laughs> didn't go great we we wanted um, zach levine i think there are I, I think jimmy was out of town either way i think that's the yeah. thing he, he was but um but anyways somebody asked me what's jimmy's uh golfer comp and uh, you're gonna be out of vacation i might cross might have to do comps. might have to do cross sport comps with a guest on can i Friday. proffer one I got uh, yeah. What what's your go pick? ahead? What's your pick? I mean, Joseph Lamagna said this was Kawhi last week on Friday, but I think it might be Brooks. Oh, it's got to be Brooks. Jimmy's petty right? as hell. But also, like, I saw Haralabob. Others were like, he's the perfect example of like a sixteen game player versus the eighty two game player. Yes. And I think that's where the Brooks thing comes up, where like everything else is just practice, and then the majors are the majors, and he shows up <laughs> and, and rolls re- out. In the regular season, he regularly has games where he scores like fifteen points, five <laughs> rebounds, and like you know, and then he scores fifty six in the playoffs game. He's unstoppable. And, like, and I know ma- he hasn't won a reign, but the proof of concept is there now. Year after year after year, the bubble, where and now the last couple of years, where the the regular season's so hum, and then he's MJ in the playoffs. The, the it's just the whole um, scoring fifty six points when you really don't shoot threes is unbelievable in the modern NBA. <clears throat> That's true. That's true. Like um, all if- all old school. Free throw line, mid range game. I he's so good. It's it's. I don't know. I it, what I did find humorous though is I was typing back my reply of Brooks. That's who I said. Yeah, and I had to like be like you know regular season doesn't really care playoffs, <laughs> and I and then I had to put in parentheses majors. Like we don't get to use the playoffs yeah. moniker oh, for yeah, golf yeah, yeah. because it doesn't it's matter. It's not an apples to apples there. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't it's, work. Yeah, it's yeah. like you have to sub in majors for playoffs, right? But right. maybe maybe with our Friday guests, I'll run it by him. I ease the hoops head um, with okay. you out. I think he might be super into that. You know, listen, you're asking me to do walk up music during your absence. I don't know if I can. You don't have to. I was trying to give you something to fill to fill to well, do. Listen, maybe we'll just do an entire do NBA anything. show with with what's going on in professional golf this week. You got the Mexico Open. We are in the non-designated dregs going this on right now from horrendous. Zurich, the Mexico Open. Um, and I just like I'm going to write about this for the newsletter. I just don't know like what what, what what's the point? Why is this? Why does this exist? 
Yeah, I'm asking myself the it's same. It's a national thing. open, Andy. You can't get upset. I know how all those, you hold those near and dear to your heart. The revival of a national open, which wasn't a thing. The Mexico Open, I mean, was a thing. Then it just went away. We never heard of, at least in regards to the PGA Tour. And then all of a sudden, it was just called the Mexico Open again. It's weeks like year, this so. that do irreparable irre- harm to the PGA Tour brand. Uh, uh, that's a little dramatic. Irreparable harm? Yeah. I mean, this is it's going to be on na- general. It's going to be on national television. And if jo- John Rahm isn't in the hunt, which he probably will be, but if he isn't, this is an utter disaster. People are going to turn on the TV, turn on the golf and be like, "Who the fuck is playing?" So you think like when you get like a and, and forgive me fan base, I'm not trying to, you know, insult anyone. When you get like I'll I'll just throw a division a shitty <clears throat> AFC South Thursday night football game. And you know you what I'm talking it. about. Is that doing irreparable harm to yes. the NFL's brand? I think that Thursday night football has been a colossal failure because the product is just not very good. People, I think that, like, sure, do people watch? Yeah, but I, it, the numbers aren't as good. And, like, frankly, like, people don't like it. Like, there is, like, a, a stigma. It's like, oh, the Thursday night game. We're on a Thursday. Like, you know it's going to be a worse product. So Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, but I think, that, yeah, the NFL is maybe its own beast that, like, it's just... I mean, I think the better comp... Attracts everything. The better comp is that, like, this takes up a primetime slot. It's a it's a NBC, right? They're NBC this week, I think. No, I think it's CBS, Okay, right? or CBS. CBS. for a while. So yeah. CBS, and it's going to be on the weekend... This would be like ABC NBA weekend game being uh, Orlando, who I would enjoy watching it over my bulls. I don't want to besmirch Orlando Magic. Pistons. Orlando Pistons being on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. What what else would you put there? Just take a week Nothing. off. Take, take nothing. Well, that's not the way the membership organization works. I think they need to rethink what these events are and that'll create all hell but it's, it's just it's it's got to be the mixer event it's got to be something smaller than something you know different and for it's just got to be the lab of experimentation whether that's fields field sizes and formats and that's not suggesting that will work it's just not slamming your head against the wall with the 132 man for 72 old stroke play with the membership shuffle that they do. It's got to be the mixer. It's got to be a half KFT. It's got to be um, uh, college kids, more college kids getting involved. So, uh, uh, you know, co-ed events, all everything going on. So that's just where we have to, in the non-designated wastelands, we have to experiment a little more. Not every week, not so it gets goofy, but you have to experiment more and have to give you some hook to turn in and i don't think they have that this week i mean it, um, it just there's so many weeks now where you can just look at the bottom of the the field and just be like who are these people what i saw the solicitor general got off the got off the alternate list last night nick hardy fresh off his win oh i should note the tugboat ran aground at, at, at zurich but his former caddy was on the bag and the uh, Riley Hardy pairing. So Edmondson, the guy of Colonial Country Club, he was a club champion there. So the tugboat, like it's kind of the effects, the butterfly effect of the tugboat at the Zurich 
is still alive and well. And he's got a second wind. I think Edmondson. I, I, I saw him celebrating on like a social media videos. Is that Palmer? I didn't know they broke up. But just to suggest, the so, tugboat still lives on. So if, if you were going to come up with three storylines for this event, what would they be? You Rom is Rom has obviously won at number one. That's like, but after that, can you give me two other coherent storylines? Like the we we talk about golf three times a week. I was thinking about this, and I just I wanted to ask you. I mean, Tommy Gainey south of the border, but that's probably niche for our little thing. That could be <laughs> trouble. On. Um, come on, Finau <laughs> is the other guy, but. Storyline probably seems like too strong a word for that. Um, I think you would have to default to like rookies. Yeah, I think you go for some sort of young young guns looking for first wins kind of thing. Right? How many tournaments can be that storyline? And then the other storyline be like, can one of these old guys resurrect their career with a win? Those are What's like, this? that's like the two storylines. What about the Vedanta Vierta golf course? Do we even know what's what's going on with that? What's going on with it? Is what is who designed that? Do we know I don't, anything I don't about remember it? It who designed Sharky it. Sharky or it's something a, like that. It's only been one year, obviously, but it, I, I yeah. think it's pretty wide. Um, distance is very, yes, very yes. Uh, appealing here. So, right, it, you know, we're a gambling podcast. There's not a lot of course history. I think you want to look at you. I wouldn't look at like the leaderboard last year and be like, oh, that's a lock. But I would look at the guys that are long in the field and try and pick somebody that's playing well. That's my just general consensus, which, you know, if we want to get into picks, I'm taking. Yeah, go for a pick. I'm, a pick. I'm hoping that there's a Wyndham down there. I'm picking Wyndham Clark. You know, they oh, can I stay had him. No, that's fine. That's we who I both, was taking. We both can take him. He's playing great no, golf. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to jump on the other guys i was looking at were gary woodland who played obviously played pretty well at the masters um yep. top 25 last year here and has played decent this year um i if you want to get cheeky i i think you could look at akshay batia as a potential guy yeah what about matt wallace one recently played well he's playing well in these non-designated i don't know so i just I, I, like you're, toss his caddy overboard you're you're listen this is a gambling pod we can't have these affiliations but listen i just can't get to a spot to take matt wallace ever why i just don't know i just can't it's a bridge too far for me i don't want to root uh. for him I agree, but you throw me off with no window. I think I'm gonna well, take you Matt take, Wallace. You could take window. No, no we could be in solidarity. We'll what about Wallace. Will Gordon? What about him? Played well for a minute at the Players Championship. Bombs it. Yep. Um, I don't know. There's there's options. It's got to find I mean, value. We'll I think look for I, pick. I was con- contemplating taking Rom just because of how bad the field well, is. Sure. I don't I think, think I it's a to. terrible strategy. I think I'm gonna save him for a major. But I don't think a terrible strategy. I I didn't take him at the Masters. I'm kind of kicking myself. Like at the at the, at the Riviera after Riviera, I was like, how could you not take him? And somehow I found myself on Rory Island again, like I always do at the Masters. And uh, you know, I'm kicking myself. But you know, the the thing about Rom here, I think I took Rom last year here, is the field is so bad, like. How bad would Rom have to play to finish like eighth here? 
Uh, yeah, he'd have to just completely tank it. And the course like, fits him really well. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, like the Bay Hill was sort of this mismatch of strategy, aggressiveness, and obviously it's a hard course with big big penalties when when that strategy is not executed. So I don't know that this imposes that kind of penalty when <laughs> when he rips. It, at it it's, and gets aggressive. This event feels like a Tiger event in his like heyday, where the question's almost like Tiger or the field, and it doesn't feel crazy to say that. Uh, would you, you take Monday? Would you take Rom uh, or the field? Um, probably the field. Who would you take? I I think I think the logical thing is the field, but I honestly think John Rob's going to win. I like Patrick Rogers. Let me switch to Patrick Rogers oh, this week from like Matt Wallace. Pick. Much more fun. Like never won, obviously, as, as everybody kind of makes a point about. But maybe Patrick Rogers gets his first. He was in my periphery. Board. He's playing really good golf. Yeah, playing well. You see who Monday qualified? I did not. The, the sauce boss, Mr. Swamp Bass, Kyle Reifers, <laughs> with the tomato sauce on the bag. We'll see if that's still held over. Rayos, Rouse, we can never pronounce it. Or was that was it Prego Ragu? I can't remember what it was, but yeah. How Kyle Rouse on the PGA Tour? I so I have a buddy. I have a buddy who's worked his way into a marketing role at a a like like a consumer a big consumer brand. Okay. God, I thought you were going to say a tomato sauce. No, but like it it makes me think like it would be like it's not like DeWalt, but it would be like the the sponsorship would pop up (laughs) and you'd be like, wait a second. How did that happen? (laughs) Like it's like a food, a food brand. You're trying to slip to him like that's let's do it. No, no. He was asking me. He just texted me like, who should I? Who should I go after? Yeah. I'm like, well, what's your budget? Like, what are you looking at? Like, he's like, listen, we can't sign. We This is a test. You know, ideally this works and we, we build it from there, but it would be a test. Like, I'm looking for an up and comer. Like, what I'm wondering is Rouse. Like, so the marketing, like how he got pointed, how the marketing people at Rouse got pointed to Kyle <laughs> Reifers. Right. Like, cause right. I was saying to my buddy, some agency connection. Who knows? I'm like, you gotta go with like a young guy. You gotta find like a 25 year old who had like, who, who is on the up that isn't up yet. And hopefully you buy right. And you find him who said, you know what? Kyle Reifers is your guy. And like, did, was the marketing person asleep at the wheel? Did they do any <laughs> research whatsoever? Tomato Why sauce. is there this major, food company sponsoring a guy that doesn't have any status. So anyways, I gave him this advice. I gave him a list of players to look at. And it's funny because like I just kind of left my lexicon and I was texting with them the other day and I was like, hey, who'd you end up sponsoring? And he goes, oh, the budget got pulled right when I was when I was getting uh, in the nitty gritty. He's like, I learned I gotta when it's there, I gotta act fast. I gotta get you it. Like, he want yeah. he he's a golfer. He wants to get in on this. It's a gambling pod. You probably gave him some good picks. Some guys that were gonna premiere well, on TV in contention pretty soon. Listen, so. you know, maybe we should start a consulting business. Since yeah, such there we a, go. Such a big gambling pod. Yeah. And we got we all could, these big agencies <laughs> just taking a cut. These gatekeepers taking a cut. 
everywhere. Maybe maybe come to some real expertise here. Our gambling I, best I, sponsorship, I, most I, random. We're doing this off the cuff. Sabo Nerf bag <laughs> has got to be up there. Like, where's Nerf getting out of that? What are they? What are they get, selling? A few more footballs, a few more turbos. Uh, obviously, now they're big into the junior darts and firearms or whatever you want to call them. Cheerios, Christy Kerr, I believe it was. Cheerio, big Cheerios bag. Brooke can- Julie Inkster. Brooke Pancake yeah. Waffle House. Well, that makes sense. That being, they got a viral moment. But there's so many good ones out of there. But yeah, Rayos or Rouse with Kyle Reifers is up there. Maybe he pops. We'll see what's on the back. I mean, DeWalt's great. Uh, obviously, as we talk about a ton, is the, uh, is the, um, What's it called? The uh, MLB, any MLB sponsorship sure, is sure, great. Sure. The Paint Stewart NFL one where you wear the gear in the towns, that was pretty sick. Like, that was an yep. awesome. Like, that's what doesn't make sense about the MLB sponsorship. Why doesn't Cam Young have, like, a, if he's playing at Caves Valley and Orioles logo on? Yeah, they, oh, that makes sense. I mean, it would that be a sense. nightmare. It It'd be a nightmare, a embroidery nightmare. Probably has apparel <laughs> company puts the kibosh on that foot joy or whatever he has. I mean, we've done the, you know, PF chains on Briny Baird's bucket or uh, straw hat is an all timer. That's goes, you know, pretty prominent. We did a, we did a slideshow a couple of years ago of uh, Kirk Triplett. Remember when like Pixar Disney yeah. used his bucket hat as like the movie poster of the month? You know, Ratatouille would be on his bucket hat, but that, that, there's a bunch of good ones. Anyways, we're way off topic here. Oh, well, we can't. About Kyle we Reifers can't. I'd say the, the Bubba Volvic situation. Sure, but that's a golf brand. Like, what is those tomato sauce and Nerf and Cheerios and all these others? Like PF chains, I guess. Lettuce wraps. Um. All right. Schedule for the week: the Mexico Championship. Uh, let me get my – we have Notables back one more time. Notables for a second here. So I want to make sure I pull those up. That's a Vedanta Vallarta uh, down in Mexico. The purse is $7.7 million. Insane. It's a lot of money. It's good. I mean, it's not $20 million, but it's still good money for, you know, DP World Tour is playing for like two over in Asia right now. Defending champ is John Rahm. This is 3.30 to 6.30, you know, on Golf Channel and then 3 to 6 in the Catalan Zone, I presume, on hey, event, uh, CBS. Meanwhile, while we're here, event of the week is the Big 12s, uh, college golf at uh, at Prairie Dunes. Can you watch that anywhere? I haven't looked Big that Big 12 up. Longhorn Network while they're still there. So maybe maybe somewhere in there. Streaming. They've, they've, they've cameras out there at Prairie Dunes. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good place to go play your conference tournament. It, it tends right? this time of year to be just absolutely savage. Yeah. yeah. If you get a cold north wind out there blowing like 30, it's just, I mean, I, I, it's a hard course when there's no wind. You throw in a yeah. cold wind out there and it just turns absolutely diabolical. It is uh it is if if you could ensure wind would blow, it could host majors on sheer difficulty. Uh notables for the uh Mexico Open, Rom, Fina, Woodland, McNeil, McNeil, George McNeil, Maverick McNeely, Lee Hodges. Wait, George McNeil's in a featured group? No, I would say notables. Oh. 
Oh, who's somebody oh, messing notable with us. guy. Notable's Notable's Austin back. Cook, Emiliano Grillo. So Cook, <laughs> Grill, and Austin Smotherman. Smothers, you know, smothered and covered or whatever. Kelly Craft, Ryan Armour, and Alejandro Tosti. I don't know what that one is. Craft, Armour. Like, Tosti. Well, you got Alejandro the mule. Toasty. You got the Toasty. Toasty, who never knew Craft. the rules when he was in college. He struggled with, with basic rules. Uh, and then Aaron Baddeley, Nick Hardy, who's WD since David Lipsky. Hardy WD? Tommy Ganey. Yeah. You, I think he just took. He, good he for him. Got his win and said the hell with this. And that got Tom, maybe he wanted to get Tommy Ganey in. And that's why he did it. So uh, Lipsky Ganey, those are the Y, I guess, group. Um, elsewhere on our schedule for the week on the LPGA Tour. Not winning event of the week is the JM Eagle LA Championship, not the huh. LA Open, the LA Championship. But Wilshire Country Club purses three point three million. Event. Defending champ, this is inaugural, so technically this LA Championship. But they played at Wilshire. Who won that? Lydia Ko? Brooke no. Henderson yeah. won one year. I think Brooke Henderson won. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, notables. Where are my notables here? Uh, Celine Boutier. Georgia Hall, Brooke Henderson, Jin Yun Ko, Nellie Korda, Minji Lee, Ataya Titikul, and Lilia Vu. So, you know, as we talked about on Monday, everybody shows up at all these LPGA events. So you have a really strong event, really strong venue, really strong field. Uh, that is 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Looks about that range, 6 to 9 p.m. Sunday final round. So you get a little primetime golf after the wave of, if you're in the Mexico Open coverage, you want to get outside the blast radius of that. Uh, that's your LPGA event. Last year, it was... Uh, I'm not sure who won. Brooke Henderson was being really slow, right? Yeah. And, and Jin Young-Ko. Brooke was, Henderson yeah. won a couple years ago. Nasa Hatayoka uh, won in 2022. And okay. I, I'm struggling okay. to find it. Um, on the, on the uh, Champs Tour, the Insperity Invitational... That is 12 to 3 p.m., 3 to 6, Saturday and Sunday. Notables. Where Where is that one? Where is the Insperity Invitational? That's the Woodlands. They're back in the Woodlands. Woodlands Country I wonder, Club. I wonder if my buddy, if I had buddy down there knows <laughs> about the Champions Tour event coming to town. It's just Woodlands, professional golf capital of the world this week in May. He got a kick out uh, of his call out. You know, I called him a golf nut, but I always called him, his nickname was Hammer Hands on the course. He had just terrible touch on the greens. <laughs> touch of a blacksmith. Yeah. One of my favorite sayings. Um, PGA Tour champions, notables, Els, Lonner, Monty, David Duvall, and John Daly, fresh off their alt shot fiasco. Jay Haas. Olin Brown, Richard Green, Thonchai Jaidi, Stephen Ames, Esteban Toledo, and John Houston. Ames, Ames Toledo, Toledo, and Houston. And Houston the city <laughs> destination. So that's your champions tour and your schedule for the week. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, we have the Korea Championship that is on the DP World Tour. That is at uh, Jack Nicholas, I believe, golf club in Incheon, Korea, where they had the uh, Prez Cup. What was that? 2017 President's Cup, I want to say. Uh, Jack Nicholas Golf Club, Incheon, Korea, purse $2 million. Defending champ, inaugural event. Notables, RCB, Rasmus Hogard, Jazzy J is in the field. The Note Man, musical note. Pablo LaRothball, 
Houghton Lee, Marunk, Marcel Seam, Ashen Wu. Uh, what else? We have Bobby Mack. We have Sang Yun Shin, Yong Wu Shin, and Marcus Shin Holt. <laughs> David Horsey, Catlin, Barnrat, and Chase Hanna. Who's how does Hannah fit in there? Chris Horsey, Brain, Horsey Christopher Brant, Hannah, Catlin, uh, Christopher Brain, Alexander Levy, and Gary Hurley. Brain Levy Hurley, um, Freddie Shot, Yunshin Park, and Bryce Easton. I can't keep up. I can't. I, <laughs> listeners who are smarter than us are connecting these dots. I'm sure. Notables. Uh, what else do we have? Easton, That's your DP. Easton to Bat Company. Yeah. Shot. Maybe it's sports. Shot. Sports. Uh, something. Shot. Park. Freddie Shot. Park. Oh, baseball. A shot in the ballpark by off an Easton, maybe. I don't know if I just made that <laughs> connection. I don't know. Tenuous. Uh, I mean, DP, be a loose, DP loose World Tour is done. PGA Pro, the PGA Professional Championship. That'll be on Sunday, 10 to 12 on a tape delay, unfortunately. I don't know why they're disrespecting the PGA Professional. A question. Do guys that win get, do they qualify for this year's event from that? Um, Yeah, right? It's tight turnaround. Oakill? Yeah. I mean, these northern pros are just, uh, SOL. I mean, I'm sure they've found the resources to get a couple of swings in, but yeah, that's is what the yeah. Oh, if they have a rocket net, <laughs> they're set. We have notables for the PGA professional. I don't know why. Mike Small, Alex Beach, Daryl Kessner, Jeff Roth, Wyatt Worthington, Larkin Gross, is Ben Cook, Dave McNabb, Sean Warren, and Jared Jones. So I don't know NFL stuff going on there. That's that's. Um, PGA Pro, Corn Ferry Tour, Hometown Lenders Championship, our favorite, one of our favorites at the Ledges up in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. The people at Huntsville have reached out since we talked about it a few times. You know, we disputed whether Ledges, you know, there was a rocky area and we got confirmation that your your hunch was correct. So this is one of our favorite events just by that alone. Uh, you know, they reached out to us. They started a dialogue and we're, we're happy that we're on friendly terms with the Huntsville, Alabama-based Hometown Lenders Championship at the Ledges Golf Club. Notables, Pearson Cootie, Chris Goderup, Shad Tootin, Gas Man, <laughs> Daniel Summerhays, Grant Hirschman, Davis Chatfield. Summerhays, Hirschman, Chatfield, Ben Coles, T- <laughs> Ben Coles, TJ Vogel, Max Grazerman, TJ Max, Ben and Coles, all of the discount, you know, whatever. Rick Lamb, Jared Wolf, Wilson Fur, Lamb, Wolf, and Fur, <laughs> Dawson Armstrong, Cooper Musselman, Brad Hopfinger. <laughs> You're notable. Brad Hopfinger. The appendage group. What? I love Brad Hopfinger. You know, same high school. As you? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, he's playing. Yeah. All Didn't right. overlap. He's, he's younger than legends. me, but. Yeah, yeah. Just saw him yeah. recently. He was thinking about giving up, and then he. Like Monday in, he played well and he's got his status back and he's going. I saw him at the Masters. Right. Ended up having like an hour long discussion while I was trying to run to get somewhere. But you know, it was it was fun. So you know, hopefully he got a really well. interest at the ledges. Yeah. yeah, Brad Hopfinger. Um, all right, that does it for your schedule for the week. This is brought to you by Club TFE. Uh, that is our member based service, member based offering, content offering. You know, we're on a run of some pretty good 
I would say course profiles. We've done a hoopy recently. We've done Chicago golf. Uh, we have an Oak Hill course profile up there that you might be interested in reading as that major championship bears down on us. We, of course, have LACC up from earliest in the year, and that's, uh, you know, U.S. Open's next. But Oak Hill got a uh, an egg rating that might have been controversial. You know, I get my PGA Championship previews, and I'm getting all this flowery language about this course host. Uh, I think one called it a sylvan beast, Oak Hill. Uh, you know, they're, they're very, they're very, you know, it, it's just a kind of a different lens, I'd say, than our Club TFE profile. Um, so if you subscribe, uh, you get that weekly course profi- profile. You get, uh, 52 you get the a whole year. Ba- back catalog too. So, you know, there's a bunch <laughs> yeah, in there reading. You got, you got hours of reading in there, basically. You know, is you know one of the. I don't want to overcommit us to something, but I think we'll put all those together in something nice. Maybe eventually down the line. Maybe we'll see. But I think we the photographs to- from the Chicago course profile were among the best we ever have or have, you know, out there. Uh, the writing's good. The Hopi one I found to be particularly enlightening as someone who's kind of generally aware of it. Hadn't been there yet. Uh, I thought that was a great write-up. And then we have the Club TFE blog going every day with a comments section. That's pretty lively. Uh, 10% off in the pro shop. Early registration for events, which a lot of those fill up quite quickly. Uh, and it's a way to support the podcast. It's, it's you know, we're not taking anything away from you that was already free. But uh, this is a way to support Fried Egg and what we do and getting out there uh, on the road. So go to Club TFE and, and become a member today. All right. News? I don't have a lot here. Dick Bland well, admits he was drunk tweeting. We didn't Not even good. talk about Live uh, Singapore. What about? Well, that's usually a Friday deal. Well, I guess it's going to start Thursday night. <laughs> what about Live Singapore at the famed Sentosa, a host of the Singapore Open, where you know, Jordan Spieth has played and others in the past? What do you want to talk about with that? I wanted to ask you... Um. Are we at the stage of live where they can just hope to have one good week a year? And you're saying that to Adelaide? Yeah. No, I don't think we're at that stage necessarily. Do you think they could have like, like what I, what I was starting the fried egg, I always tried to think about professional golf in our really nascent years. Is that the right word? Did I use the right word there? Sure. Yeah. Look at that. In the nascent years of the fried egg, is that what you're suggesting? I always try to look at it as like, could, could I win a week? Could I have like, you know, make an argument that we had the best coverage in a week of of, a, of the year? Or, uh, you know, a couple weeks was always my goal. Yeah. I think that's like a legitimate goal that they should probably have is like can we win like four weeks three weeks and i think like adelaide you have to take away was a big win for them but i don't see where the other wins are coming i mean you you had one last year with boston when it was like dj versus neiman in a playoff yes kind of thing that was you a have win to hope for that um i thought i thought the team <laughs> the team was actually a pretty big win for them too the Durrell yeah. in October when, I mean, the, uh, yeah, everybody else is dormant. Would you say New Jersey was a win or is that just no. w- waiting out into 
dicey. I mean, it was notable. A lot of coverage around that one last Might year. Might have been the, the start of Tucker's downfall. I forgot. Yeah, Tucker's gone. <laughs> Maybe Luke Elvey will get his spot in the, what is it, 9 o'clock on Fox News? <laughs> Who's going to get that Tucker spot? Um. All right. I think, yeah, do you... Are you excited about Live Singapore? No. I mean, we're going I'm to just, nowhere. This just, is just a drop off a cliff from that's, Natalie. That's what I'm saying. Is That's yeah. what I'm trying to allude to. You know, how do they, how do they win? How do they, how do they win three or four weeks this year? Or is it the reality? Like they're going to win like two. Like they won. Let's just say they won two weeks last year. I think that's a generous, like a real thing. I, I hope. People think that's not like uh, me being a PGA Tour homer, but I feel like they won like two weeks. There was a lot of shock and awe about Centurion, but it wasn't a great event. No, right? there was. No. I think like the the Boston was a, was a really enthralling finish, and I thought the the Doral was a very interesting event. So I thought they they but won two it, it, two weeks. It's not taking off. It's, we're talking about this subjective gray area win. They need to take off. I think well, every they, week. So, that, like, I think every week weeks. that Yasser keeps the faucet on is a win. <laughs> that they keep the faucet running, the water running is a win for Live Golf. You think it's that dire? I, I'm not saying it's dire. I'm saying they still exist. But yeah, I think like I don't. I think they need to. To. I just don't know where it's going. I don't see. A big, you know, paradigm shift. Well, that's coming, that's what I'm saying. Or, like, or big names coming. You would hope that if you're if you're if you're succeeding and growing your market share of of w- weeks where you can like at the end of the week say, you know what, we really did, we had a great event and a win this week would go up. And I just like, I don't see it. I I saw they posted their like top. 10 in their points the other day um and i i was i had a i had a tweet about it but then i i got busy doing something else and i and it got stuck in the drafts but like let me just they're top 10 individual individual points you spent over a billion dollars to assemble stars of the game and i'm gonna read to you your top 10 right now how many events in are they four or five this is the fourth event, fifth event. Mayakoba, Tulsa, uh, Mayakoba, Tucson, Crooked Cat. Cat so this is, this is the fifth event. Yeah. yeah. Uline is number one. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, every, he's, huh. he's the star of the Aces this year. The guy's been reborn on the live tour. Charles Howell III is second. Oklahoma State has gone home to live. They found it. Uline and CH3. To Laura Gooch, number three. Oh, three. The Oklahoma boys just dominating. You got uh, Carlos Ortiz is four. Couldn't tell you a thing he's done, a shot he's hit, a putt he's made all year. Could not tell you a thing about Carlos Ortiz's golf. Patrick Reed is fifth. This is the first player that you imagine that there was some semblance of, of money spent on is number five. 
And the, what are they? They're 14 events this year? Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, imagine the NBA. This is like the if the NBA, a quarter of the way into the year, it was like the Magic are first in the standings. I just drove by the Magic twice. The Pistons. Seriously. Like, this is, it's crazy. It, it, it's nuts. And so it doesn't get any better either, is the thing. Six is Sebastian Munoz. Seven is Brooks Kepka. Okay, so you got two of your big signings in the top seven. Then you go Danny Lee, Brendan Steele, Dean Burmeister to round out the top ten. Well, I think this is getting to the point of like the the context. Like I have zero context for why Sebastian Munoz is seventh and what yeah. he's done well and what he's done to like like if I look at for all their faults and insanity, FedEx Cup standings. Well, that's why like, I'm I saying. kind of know why so and so like Homa's third or or Sam Burns, Kitayama, Chris Kirk. I know what they've there's some context. Yeah, compare it to the FedEx Cup. You got Rom and Scheffler, one, two, Homa, third, yeah. Keegan Bradley, fourth, Patrick Cantley, fifth, Burns, sixth, Kitayama, seventh, who's having a career year, obviously. You know, some of those guys you could chalk up to are playing the best golf of their career, Peter Uline and Charles Howell. But, but we have context yes. for like what these guys have like accomplished relative to others and relative to their tour. I just don't know that we have that. I have no sense of Carlos Ortiz playing good golf this year. No sense. Well, he's he's not going to be in any majors. The thing about the live thing is they've got two guys that are going to be in major champ. I guess Talor will probably still be in majors. You got three guys in your top 10 that are going to be playing major championships this year. The rest of them aren't. That's insane. Right. Your be- the best players on your tour aren't in majors. Yeah, because they haven't been good players until they got to your tour for some reason. And I don't want to besmirch Charles Howell. He's had a great career. He had a really impressive, consistent career, consistently being one of the mediocre players on the PGA Tour. Um, I'm trying to find more info on Live Golf Sentosa. You can buy a ticket right now for fifty-four dollars. Yeah, that's that's pretty expensive. With an asterisk. Please note pricing may fluctuate based on demand. <laughs> no shit. I'm not sure I'd get in at fifty three dollars. Do you they, think that they, they put change Do you think prices? they put that disclaimer on because the price might go up or down? Uh, yeah. Jump in now before it goes up. So um, so anyways, the point of this whole rant. Like and and I used to think like, could I be the best do the best coverage one week a year i remember like if if i tried i tried to be the do the best coverage of trinity forest when the tour went to trinity forest the best time it was like an example right you just love byron nelson yeah byron nelson but like i saw that as a huge opportunity for us right if i can knock this out of the park but then the next year it was like how can i do that and like a major i think the next year was maybe shinnecock and I try to like, you know, elevate what's the roadmap to these guys having four of the best tournaments of the year. Uh, there isn't four of the best tournaments at all. I'd say like there isn't four memorable events where like when you think back to a specific week in golf. Okay. What's what's the tournament you first point to? 
And I don't. I don't. I, and I, don't I think know. they actually achieved that last week. I guess. I what I tried to write about, like it was, it was memorable for the scene. But I mean, Talor Gooch is up ten. I uh, like it wasn't memorable for the golf, and it was cool to see Australians embrace, like really enthusiastic about some high level pros coming to town. I think it's a huge win for them, just because the at- it was the atmosphere that they're yeah. looking for, and yeah. and it was like the first time they could say that is that we, and and so. Yeah, what's what's the road to four of these? I just don't see him. The guy, I think the their top flight players don't give two shits about these events. I don't think so either. I, I don't. I don't think it's a. Yeah, I, that was sort of what I was making when they showed up at the Masters, and all of a sudden Phil has life to him, or Kepka's like ramping up for the Masters and picks one off at crooked cat and then plays well. And then just immediately doesn't play, you know, it's just bizarre. Um, so I don't know where, I don't know where they're going. Like it's gotta be a stateside one has to do well. And what they have is Tulsa, DC, Greenbrier, Bedminster, Chicago, Miami. That's what I say. I don't know. I don't know where that'll happen. It's not going to happen in Jeddah. It's definitely going to happen happen in Jeddah. Valderrama. Um, so maybe we'll Valderrama with Sergio, what Sergio and the fireballs, the fireballs, GC Chachara. Yeah. Um, related to that, did you see that weird scramble to say that DJ quote was not from DJ? It was actually from Pat Perez when he says, I don't give a damn what Jay Monahan thinks. You know, he doesn't like us. We don't like him. And apparently this was attributed to Dustin Johnson and Australian papers and live golf, the aces, Everybody, uh, DJ's representation, like scrambled to make sure Pat Perez was the one that was taken appropriately credited as saying this in the scrum it happened, um, which I believe. I, I yeah, I, I DJ seems to have gone out of his way to not say that kind of thing. Live in like their sort of not cover up, but correction of this original story attributed to DJ was like, yeah, we're really trying to avoid that kind of tone, that kind of antagonism. We're, we don't want to talk like that this year. So I don't know if they're making, uh, I don't know, tr- going out of their way to make things less confrontational or less disparaging. That's sort of where Blandy's drunken tweeting got him into trouble because he was talking shit about the DP World Tour that gave him a platform and, you know, they want to coexist and all this stuff. So I thought it was an interesting shift in tone, both from Liv on the record saying we were trying to avoid that kind of stuff. And then, of course, DJ being like, no, I, I wasn't, I definitely didn't pop off about about Jay Monahan. Uh, and that also ties into, well, do you want to comment on that? You have any other comment on that shift in tone or just the amusements of Sounds trying like to something m- Pat Perez would say. Well, that's true. Yeah. PP. Uh, but that also translates transitions to Brooks and DJ saying they want to be in the Ryder cup if picked. And they're in this grace period where their PGA of America membership, uh, carries over to I think at least 2024 so they would be eligible they probably almost certainly have to be picks and they're saying we want to be picked I love the event I would love to represent my country I'd love to play in it DJ say I've done well there um I don't know feels like a thing that <laughs> feels like a thing that I would do if I was Zach Johnson if I was the PGA of America if I was the Ryder Cup uh now do we have enough context to maybe pick them I think you do I think you deal with Brooksy and DJ based on 
years of of context and not oh, just hold on year. hold on hold on here are you seeing who they'd bump out uh that you know Chris this Kirk puts him right like in the that. tom hoagie zone and we can't have <laughs> any of that <laughs> we need uh, tom hoagie in the Ryder cup Anyways, I, it's I an interesting tone. Them I, trying to get it more a part of this ecosystem. We want to be in the Ryder Cup. Listen, I I look back to the to the last Ryder Cup, and I think about how much of a launching pad it was for greatness for for Scotty Scheffler. It was really his coming out party, and we can't rob Tom Hoagie of that. <laughs> Hoagie's not played well no. since you really started getting <laughs> aboard. No. Since you really started pushing the hoagie heads narrative, he's kind of like including the masters and then heritage. I think he was a disaster. He played, they were in the mix at the, at the Zurich him and his teammate. Okay. Okay. He right, should we'll be down in Mexico hoagie. beating up on this week field and earning yeah. Ryder cup and FedEx cup points. I don't know what <laughs> he's doing. Watch. He's got to get out of the, they should be just not playing the designated events and playing all the, <laughs> just, just pick it off points. Just a classic I guy. Spieth, I think Spieth's been manipulating the points. Oh God. He's playing, well, so, playing Valspar. He's played so many non-designated. He's the Valspar is the one that's a head scratcher. I mean, Pebble, he does for AT&T. What else is there? I mean, he's going to be playing AT&T, uh, what? Nelson. Yeah, the Nelson. So in two weeks, he's, he's kind of, he's he's playing so much. He's right there with Sungjae. It's the, the theory of Lamania, where the guy, the guy is playing so much so he can get into Eastlake. So he gets all yeah. those, all those all perks. perks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that does it for this Wednesday episode. Do you have anything else you want to get off your chest? Any news we didn't cover? What about the PGA Tour Americas? That's big. Oh, I have that. I like that. What did you make of that? I like that. I think it's a good idea. Now they just need to make the currency relate to the Corn Ferry and to the PGA Tour. Make these FedEx Cup points the same, same currency. Don't make them relate. Yeah, but it's. The PGA Tour of America's PGA Tour America's points are half a corn fairy. Yeah, point, whatever the whatever a, yeah. they need to get those modeling experts that decided that. Oh, one other thing that's been on my oh, mind lately. Go. Oh God! Speaking of our our genius modelers at the PGA Tour that came up with no cut, that came 70. up with, with came up with the with the um, staggered start as the way to go for the for the tour championship this year is going to be a shining example of how freaking stupid the staggered start is the way Scheffler and Rom if have distanced themselves they they're saying that the regular season matters with this with this staggered start they're saying that the first two rounds of the playoffs matter with this staggered start this is not a playoff we are not starting at scratch one of the problems it presents you get a three-shot lead in the Tour Championship if you're one point ahead of second or in the case of John Rahm, who's opening up this massive lead, it it seems like it might just get bigger. Scheffler's in the same boat of like how far ahead of Homa he is. And these guys are going to only get the same amount of points as if they were one point ahead and two points ahead of third. So... Does the regular season matter or not? 
And if it does matter, then it needs to be scaled according to how how well you played in the regular season. This is why just going to clean playoffs. Everybody starts at zero. It's great. You've got your bonuses for the regular season. You made a shitload of money during the regular season. Good for you. Now we start at zero is the only way to go. Unless you want to wait it and, and say John Rom won the playoffs two weeks in because he's won eight times in the course. Of, what if John Rom wins 10 times and doesn't win the FedEx Cup? Like, that's a legitimate question. Well, wouldn't that. Okay. So Let's why just, is that solved by zeroing out? You're it, just acknowledging well, then it's a playoff. separate races. Yes. Yeah. But I like mean, this is what happens in the NBA. Giannis gets hurt, and now the best team's not going to win. Maybe, yeah. Like that's how that. That's what works, and that's what at the World Series, a, a pitcher that eighty-seven win team wins the World Series because they got a good pitcher, a hot goalie. And they're clearly the team that that had Marsh the most Madness. points, or yeah, a team that won one hundred seventeen games, and you know the Mariners team that never won the the World Series. Like this is what happens in a lot of American sports. So they're stuck so. in this weird situation where they say the regular season matters for the playoffs, but then it doesn't actually matter if you play Why really it great. Matter? But if doesn't you play, kind of get you in better position to have that staggered get, start. Sure, it gets you in better position. But like we, John Rom, legitimately could win eight times at this point. Yeah. If he wins eight times and he doesn't win the FedEx Cup, to me, that's super silly if you're saying that the regular season matters. And because he didn't play well one week, he doesn't get this. If it's a season, it's a season long race. Aren't you kind of, yeah, I think you're kind of contradicting yourself, though. Well, what I'm saying is zeroing out is, is even more nullifying the point of you a win a bunch of money it's but it actually is a playoff cast business to our top tens to exist he'll get that for yeah. his eight win dominant season plus all the right. money right so like make it one or the other but if it's the other if 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 it is regular season matters you have to wait like a historically great season more than a guy that was just marginally better than the next guy. Hmm. Like, shouldn't if 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 regular season really matters and the first two playoff events matter, and John Rahm comes in with seven or eight wins, shouldn't he have like a ten shot lead instead of a a three shot lead? So you're in favor of the stack. Well, I'm saying start, if the, if you're going to the... do the staggered start, make it a real staggered start. Should they do this in Major League Baseball and the NBA? No, I, I'm I'm along on the record for saying just just cut it to thirty guys and have a playoffs from zero. Yeah, we'll see. Not not not. It's pretty. The season's pretty far along here, but room to roam, room to go. You never know what'll happen here. Maybe you won't be that dominant. Maybe there will be a couple more guys I mean, that join I, the race. But your point stands. My point. My greater point. Is that John Rom could win eight times? He could win eight times, and then like have something he come could. over him. Yes, come over him at the at the Tour Championship in a format that says the regular season matters, and he could finish DFL at the Tour Championship, and then history will show that he finished thirtieth in the FedEx Cup. So if they just got removed, I don't know where it is, the marketing language that says the regular season matters, you'd be sated? 
you'd be satisfied. I think. Well, if it, yeah, if it just started at zero, I think it would be pretty compelling. Okay. Start me at zero. Start everybody at zero and have a real playoff. Regular season doesn't matter. New marketing slogan. You could even guys do, are good. you could do staggered starts, but if everybody started at zero, like say you went to like fifty guys, like they're they want to do right with the designated, go fifty to th- to forty to thirty and have a staggered start built up over those tournaments. It'd be way easier than uh, the staggered start would be way cleaner and easier than if you do it over the course of the season. And it has no, there's no benefit to being 2000 points ahead or one point ahead. Yeah. I'm losing you. My Wi-Fi is going bad. Not, not. (laughs) It's all right. I'm losing myself at this point. No, we're good. I got it. You've been, you've been on your mind, clearly. I, I think you're trying. I think I don't know. There's a needle to thread, certainly. But uh, we feel strongly about this, and I'm sure we'll revisit it in uh, August 1st or whenever the playoffs actually start. Um, we will talk to you on Friday. I may not be here. Going on vacation for a couple of days. I hope you're we'll not see. here. All right. If I am, then I'll be calling in from a remote Caribbean location. <laughs> But I may be there. Hey, we'll see. Happy, All right. happy birthday. That's not my birthday. It's a group's yeah, birthday. Well, big everybody's big birthday. Birthdays my year. birthday's next next month. But yeah. Around one. <laughs> well, it's kind of happy. I don't birthday. give a shit about I don't give a shit about birthdays, but I do uh this round number is a little anxiety inducing. This one does register <laughs> a little bit. So You're um, in that year. You're in your birth birthday year, the big birthday year. So Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll be back with you on Friday.